Welcome to another week of the Cool Tools Show and Tell. Our special guest this time is Howard Rangold, somebody that I have known for a very long time. And I'm always so eager to talk to Howard and hear the cool things that he knows about, not just tools, but other stuff. So, Howard, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. Uh, Kevin uh, was uh, kind enough to uh, invite me to be the interim editor of the Whole Earth Review, and he went off to write a book, and he never came back. <laughs> yes. That was a fun four, four years. And then, uh, uh, let's see, myself, uh, I um, used to write books, um, Tools for Thought, 1985, uh, Smart Mobs, 2002, and Net Smart, 2012 are, are the ones that I would mention. And I taught uh, students about social media literacies and social media issues at, at Berkeley and Stanford for 10 years. And I haven't been writing books or teaching students, but, but mostly making art and learning electronics and learning woodworking these days. Yeah, you're a lifelong learner. I mean, those books were really an excuse to get paid to learn. And um, here you are um, teaching yourself um, the craft of making stuff. And we, I can see so many things in the background. And maybe at the end, we'll get a little bit of a, a tour of what you're up to and what you've been learning. But um, in all this making, you must have uncovered some cool tools. So um, what's the tool that you would hate to lose? Okay, I'm going to start with with one that I can't show you. Um, okay. It's, it's Copy Paste Pro for the Mac. And uh, I don't understand why Apple only allows you to copy or cut one item to the clipboard at a time. And, uh, Ted Nelson, by, by the way, um, really has a rant about um, about the, the the clipboard uh, he, he calls it the abominable hidey hole <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway copy paste pro for the Mac it's inexpensive I think it's around 30 something dollars um, allows you to maintain the last 200 things that you've you've cut or or copied whether they are words or or images, um, and it also enables you to set up uh, sets of clips that you use often. Uh, right. Directions to your house. So I, I don't understand how I live without it. You know, uh, the way Google is sometimes a, a, an exteriorization of your your memory. Uh -huh. You don't remember something, but you remember something about it, and and Google will help remind you of it. Well. Uh, Copy Paste Pro, I can look back through the last several days of what I've been doing, and it's amazing how much it reminds me of things that wow. I have temporarily uh, forgotten. So um, I highly recommend it. I've used it for years and years. Do you use um, type expanders as well? I, I do uh, for things like uh, credit card information and, and stuff like that. Um, or for short shortcuts, words that you constantly type the same. Do you do you do that? Um, I used I, I use shortcuts, but probably not as much. Nowhere near as much as I used the uh, Copy Paste Pro. Okay. Um, All right. I, I, I do I do have uh, something I use for for shortcuts. Uh, type it for me. I use right. Uh, type it for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and that's good. Um, you can set up all kinds of things and, and edit them and give them keywords. Uh, right. Uh, key key so strokes. Here's something um, more tangible I, I use for painting. Um, I use acrylics, which is water-based. And if you, if you leave your uh, brush lying around, it, it dries and, um, and you've ruined a brush. Um, but if you put it in a, a cup of water, the, the brush uh, distorts on the bottom. So here you've got this thing that fits into a reservoir of water and, um, and you can see it, it uh, you, can, you can lower these in there and put the, put the water in and, and it will keep them uh, indefinitely. So uh, they don't rust every day. The, 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 the metal parts don't rust or, or, or anything. Yeah, the this is, I've been using this for years, so uh -huh. I guess it's stainless steel. I meant, I meant the brushes. Oh, the brushes. No. Uh, they don't disintegrate. Oh, I, a secret that I, I if I, is not a secret to, to uh, most, most painters, but when I'm using acrylics I, and I take it out of the water, I want to make sure that I dry out the ferrule, you know, the, the metal part you mentioned that, that yeah. uh, right here, because water likes to hide out in there and I'm painting something and suddenly a big drop uh, comes off the brush and, and messes up what I'm doing. So, 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 so you, you dry them off before you start using them, but like, but they're sitting in water the entire time in between. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I just take it and I, I, I brush it on a, a, a towel a couple of right, times. Right, right. Okay. In the paint. And do you have, do you care what kind of paint brand that you use or is it all kind of the same? You buy whatever is on sale or, or do you have any preference in brands of acrylic? This is a place that um, I, I originally saw in Paris called Saint-Elier. Okay. Sells, uh, um, they sell both uh, oils and acrylics, but their acrylic uh, brand is one that I I found to be the best. Uh, but you know, you can get you can get crazy about that. It depends on what you're you're making. You can get uh, less expensive kinds for uh, other projects, but. I like to use the, the, the best. And and it's best in what way? What, what is superior about it? Um, uh, you know, there's, there's the, the texture of it is important. It comes out of the, the tube and it's kind of like the way oil paint looks. So some acrylics are more liquidy. I like to add liquid if I want it to be uh, more liquidy. Um, you like something that's more firmer. You like a, a firmer paint yeah yeah uh-huh i know that for one time you did some research on pigments because of course that's what a acrylic or oil paint is it's ground up pigments it's not a dye there's yeah. a physical thing that's put into a binder and made into yeah, paint. yeah uh, you can get kits for making them and uh, the most expensive part is this uh, glass uh, this piece of, of finely ground glass that you use to, to, to grind the powder. You grind the powder and then you, you add um, either water or um, oil to, to make it oil paint or, or uh, acrylic paint. Wow. Because um, I would imagine that part of the price in paints is going to be how much the pigments cost. Yeah. That's, yeah. And how much they put in. 
And you so, know, it's amazing. Some of those pigments come from uh, like lapis lazuli, uh, ground up uh, yeah. semi-precious stones. Traditionally, yeah, that was true. Um, so Howard, so you have the painting clip. Is is that a particular kind or brand, or is that just a generic thing? Your your paintbrush holder that you showed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got mine on Amazon. Um, so is, I, made, I made one before, but it, it wasn't as as good. As is there a particular brand or model number? Are there more than one of them, or or um, do you have any preference? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Part. Okay. So just find one on Amazon. Yeah. And what are they called? Brush holders? Brush rack? Uh, I, I think it's brush cleaner. Brush, brush cleaner. cleaner. Brush cleaner holder. Okay. But, uh, this is a, a, a little bit of a, a digression here, and I, I don't have them immediately at hand, but do you know about Anish Kapoor and the super black? Yeah. So he tried to assert ownership. Right. Uh, and then right. there's another fellow by the name of Stuart Semple in England right. who was angry about that. So he made a blacker black, and he asserted ownership, but licensed everybody but Anish Kapoor. Uh, and he's now made some iridescent, iridescent isn't quite the word. It's, he's made some some paints. They're, they're, they're pigments that the color depends on what angle you are when, when you uh -huh. look at it. Um, so wow, I know that there's also people making super whites as well, as super blacks. Yeah, he makes super white as well, and also a, a kind of a, a mirror paint. Wow, wow! Paint it gives you a very, very reflective mirror-like surface. His website is culturehustle.com, and it's <laughs> kind of fun because he has these little video rants about. He's very enthusiastic about what he does. He's sort of a eccentric British alchemist <laughs> okay we'll put some we'll put that in the show notes so um howard do you have another cool tool you want to share oh yes so um this is the box i spilled some water on it um from lee nielsen toolworks l-i-e okay. and uh this is like something that you, you tell your, your your family to to to, to get you for for Christmas because it, they're expensive, but they're extremely fine tools. This is a, oh. a this is the, wow. this plane is a couple hundred bucks. Wow. You can shave shavings that are a thousandth of an inch thick and you can read type through them. Uh, wow. you, you gotta learn how to uh, sharpen them and adjust them. And that that's a whole thing. And once you get it going right, it's, you know, um, for example, uh, real experts use these rather than extremely fine sandpaper to get a really fine uh, texture on on wood. So, uh, if you're if you're working wood um, and you you like to use uh, hand tools, Lee Nielsen will, will will come up eventually. They also they make all kinds of of tools, chisels. Mm. Um, uh, a sharp chisel is a wonderful thing. And um, what else do they make? They, uh, oh, and I, I have uh, another another uh, present from Santa from my family was a uh, uh, a file. So there are fine woodworking files that um, remove more wood than sandpaper does mm. when, when you want to shape something. Right, right, right. For example, 
So the, going back to the hand plane or the palm plane almost that yeah. you were using, what, you said you could use that like if you wanted to instead of sandpaper on a surface, particularly if it was a flat surface. What what other kinds of things do you use it for? Um, well, if you if you need to um, remove some wood to make something fit, and you want to remove it. Uh, a, a small amount, obviously, or you would use a saw. Um, this this will give you. You can do it a thousandth of an inch mm -hmm. at a time. Um, mm -hmm. So you know when you're trying to fit things together uh, tightly, um, it it can help a lot. So you know, the sand uh, sandpaper doesn't r remove much. Uh, it's a lot of work to to get get things down to the right size with with sandpaper, and you can use a, a planer. Um, for uh, larger amounts, but for really fine amounts. Also, it, uh, you can flatten things. So if you've got um, a, a, a bowed uh, or, or warped board, you can run, run a, a, a straight edge over it and see where it's up and where it's down, and then you can plane the up parts. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's the only way to, to fix them. Then you can run it through a, a, a planer. Running it through a planer is not going to fix it. Right, right, okay. Um, and this one, this the one you're recommending is better than say an ordinary Chinesium one is because the quality of the blade or the or the mechanism for adjusting what 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 is superior well, about think, this one? I think all of it because you you know you've got this this brass knurled uh -huh. adjuster here and and yes the and and this of course is extremely flat. Uh, Okay, and it's just the you could when you feel it. Oh, I've got some paint on it here. When you feel it, um, it's it, it's very smooth. It's nice. Uh, I, I assume stainless steel here. It's fairly it's fairly heavy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. They have large ones that people you know that are like right, 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 right. People use, and some people make their own planes. But the uh, the blade is all important, and, and right. so a good blade well sharpened is, is what makes the, the right difference. right okay so um we'll have a link again for for that particular one so howard what else um are uh, you finding yourself okay so i i spend a fair amount of time um with my trees because i've got uh three apricot trees an apple tree a pear tree and a plum tree and uh I want, it always freaks me out a little bit when I'm up on the ladder and my wife is gone. I think, oh God, she's going to find me. Uh, <laughs> and she'll say, well, he he loved he he died love doing what he loved. <laughs> so this thing here. Oh wow! This is a a Fisker's pole uh -huh. pruner. And uh, it's hard to show the entire length, but it will extend up to 12 feet. You just, you flip this thing. Yeah. And you can pull this way out and back again. And sometimes, you know, you know when, you, when, when you're cut, cutting a, a limb, you want it to, to, the blade to be perpendicular to the limb. Right. Sometimes it's hard to do that, but you can flip this. Oh. Get a right angle on it. Um, 
I love I love this. I use this tool a lot. Um, and then you do the pruning by pulling this thing. Uh huh. Way way up there, and you and it's beyond reach. You've got this cord that you can you can pull. And I've tried a number of these things, and this is by far the the best one of all. And it's called a fiskar, like the scissors fiskar. Yeah. Um, a extended pruner or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, really good. Um, you you mentioned the office. Um, somebody did use the three dimensional panoramic uh, app to do a three dimensional uh, panoramic view of my office. Oh, I see. Of uh, uh, yes, and it's cool. got hotspots in it, so you can navigate by dragging it around uh -huh. you can click on these big circles and go through and see it from the other side and it's got a lot of hotspots where the things you see here i've put a hotspot and you click on it and you can see it a video or some text or a link uh, uh -huh. to something it's a it's, matterport is the is the company that does it yes yes they do for real estate a lot right i i tried to use uh, i borrowed one to try and do my studio but um it was an early version of it and we have a split floor and that kind of threw threw it off because it couldn't quite grok the fact that um Part of it was a cathedral ceiling and with two stories, and part of it was one story. So, uh, but they've gotten a lot better. The the Matterports, and um, I actually have a nephew who now works for them too. So, um, uh, I'll put a link for people to take a tour of Howard's studio. Which, um, you see a hotspot. Do you have little annotations about what things are? I have annotations. I have videos. I have links to longer. All right. Uh, so it's just, just as it's maybe even better than visiting you in Mill Valley because you get the tour. Oh yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot of good reaction on this from from people. All right. You kind of a, a look inside my brain. So just a, a quick look at some other stuff I've got here. Um, I have a grandson. He's eighteen months old, and I've been making blocks for him. And so I buy blocks, and then I uh, I drill holes in the blocks, and uh, insert magnets, and and put uh, wood filler over that. Uh, if I was going to do another one of these, I would wood filler is a is, is very useful. <laughs> uh, and then I, I uh, put gesso over that and paint it. And so he likes to to to, to play with these things like this. Um, wow so um and so you you start with a piece of wood you drill a hole you put a magnet in with epoxy i guess and then you cover it with wood filler so you can't see it and then you have paint around it and yeah. you have your own custom personalized yeah. blocks yeah is there any um issue with food grade paint or i mean you know little toddlers well, crayola makes a kind of uh, uh, acrylic paint that they they say is non-toxic. Non-toxic, okay. There, there's not, no, nothing is completely safe. And um, I really didn't uh, give them to him until he stopped putting things in his <laughs> mouth. Okay. But for a uh, finish, 
beeswax. Oh, wow. So that, you know. Beeswax it, with some kind of solvent, or is it, I mean, it must be uh, linseed oil or something. Natural beeswax, and uh, at, at room temperature, it's, it's, it's gooey. That's you not the blocks of beeswax, but this is is soft and it's got yeah a, yeah some kind of solvent in there. Yeah. Um, so you that's what you cook on the outside. Yeah, after after the paint dries. Wow, that's really cool. So tell us more about what you are working on. Your you've got these blocks, uh, and you're doing a puzzle too. Yeah, I'm making a puzzle. Um, so. Uh, if you can imagine two more of these, one in, in shades of purple and one in shades of, of red. These are also magnetic. It's kind of, you know, weakly held here so that you can put it together. And then you can you can make various. You can't quite see it. Could you hold up a little higher? Okay. So you can make stuff with it, make different patterns. Hello. And those it looks like they're square cube blocks that are glued together just to make those little yeah. other. Yeah. So I do the same thing, but I, I I glue the blocks together. I just start with the plain blocks and. What, why do you do that instead of cutting them out of of solid wood? Easier, just just easier to. Okay. They're you know uniform uniform size. Okay. I'm also, I, I don't have anything to show you, but I'm, I'm making a wagon now. Every, every boy needs a wagon, don't you think? Uh, <laughs> so, well, uh, so you want, yeah, I mean, you, you can make it really cool with big fat wheels or it could be uh, really long. I don't know. What, what kind of wagon are you going to make? Uh, it's a small wagon and uh, trying to figure out the mechanism for how does that, how does that handle work? So I'm, I'm, I'm putting casters on it so you don't have to worry about turning it. Um, but the way to attach the handle, I found out, you know, you, you find this stuff online. You look at what other people do. Uh -huh. You take uh, two eye bolts and, and you put um, a dowel through the eye bolts and then attach the handle to that. Then it will, it will naturally swivel. Um, a lot of, you know, I never was much of a maker until, I guess, I don't know, about 10 years ago or so. I got uh, my, my Burning Man uh camp friends kind of drew me into it. Um, um, but uh, there are so many ways to learn how to make things online. Now it's, it's fantastic. Once you get the basic training on the on the tools and you want to build something, there are, are, are more examples than you can use of, of how to do it. And, you know, I think it makes me think about Stack Exchange, you know, that uh, mm -hmm site that uh, programmers use if you got a problem or a bug or something someone else has already solved it uh <laughs> how did they do programming before that i don't, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah well they, they didn't do a very good job um and they were very specialized for those who could kind of photographically remember all these things but now everybody googles or youtubes the, them okay. for everything um so, so here are the things that i'm making with with wood and electronics this one i just I, I painted it all black but some of them are are, are, are finished wood um i made uh these uh i've done a bunch of hexagonal things because there's a a, a router bit you can get oh we'll cut wood at exactly the right angle that you can put it together and it it, it makes a hexagon 
Um, I think it's like a 60 degree angle bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I've, um, what I had inside it is a NeoPixel strip that you get from Adafruit. What is, what, what, I don't know what that is. What's, what's a NeoPixel strip? So, um, you know, LEDs are really, really bright and they don't take very much power. And so the, um, there's a site called Adafruit, which yeah. I love because they have the, the, the greatest business model, which is um, they have, I don't know, thousands of how-tos, uh, how to make uh, things with circuit diagrams and, and with code libraries, and then they sell you the parts. Um, so you get the... You, you get the instructions for free and, and, and you pay for the parts and it's very addictive because the parts are like five bucks or 25 bucks. Then there's a Arduino microcontroller is what controls how the lights work. And uh, Arduinos were made actually by some um, engineers who were teaching uh, design students uh, in, at a school in Italy. Arduino was the name of the bar where they hung out at and they just, they, they wanted to make something that would enable artists and, and craftspeople who are, are not engineers to make interactive art, you know, lights that light up. And some of the things I have have, have uh, 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 infrared sensors so you could change it by moving your, your hand and, mm -hmm. in front of it and make uh, motors move and things like that. So they made this microcontroller uh, for that purpose. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty easy. I'm not much of an electronics expert. Um, and it's about uh, $25. Right. Uh, so, you, so you go to Adafruit and you can look around this. If you have something in your head that you wanted to try, some kind of blinking lights or something that flashes to sound, you would look through their tutorials and you say, oh, there's one that somebody's already done this. And here's the parts in a kit form and you get both and then you just assemble it. Yeah. And then you got to download some software that they have a... a it's called an IDE. It's a piece of software that enables you to move code in and out of it using a, a USB. You can also power it with USB or you can, mm -hmm. you can power it with, with, with batteries. All of these are powered with USB that's, that's uh, plugged in. Right. Um, and you, for example, with, the, with the, the pixel strips, there are a number of different you can kind of see some of the things in the back are kind of throbbing and some of them are going around yeah, in yeah. circles. Uh -huh. and, some of them are changing, so then you can you can download uh, code that has five or six uh, different functions, and then you can just comment out the functions you don't want. So I couldn't write one of these from scratch, but I can mess mess with them, and I think that that opens it up to people who want to tinker and they they want to make art, and they're not much of a a coder. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, because it kind of like, if I thought about, well, I'm going to try and, you know, make something, program some lights in something, that's like, that seems like a big project to me. But you're saying, no, no, there is a kind of a shortcut here, which is you go to Adafruit and there's probably someone who's done this already and you can kind of look through there and then you can tweak. If it's not quite what you want, you can tweak what they've done and, and make it work for yourself. There's a magic moment where you've gone, gone through all of this soldering and trying to see whether that you've connected things in the, the right way. And then you uh. download this code and, and, you, and you run it and bang, these lights go on. It's, it's really a, it's a, an exciting <laughs> feeling. 
Well, that's really great. Um, and we'll, we'll have a link for that as well. Um, unless, uh, is, and it's Adafruit basically that, that, that is the source for these. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you can go, you can get, uh, Chinese ones less expensively, but they probably don't have the instructions. That, that's right. You gotta, yeah. you gotta roll, roll your own on that. And you, and you can get, get them on, on, on Amazon as well. But uh, I like to get them from, from out of fruit and, you know, you can make your wish lists and, and come back to it uh, mm -hmm. later when, you know, you want to do something. So you're making these blocks and these arts. Do you sell your stuff on Etsy or anything? You know, I saw one thing a few years ago. I made a, a, a I made a video about it. it it's a, uh, it's a dream. It was a dreaming kit. So uh -huh. I, I made a box and um, when you open the box, it plays uh, uh, Eric Satie's Gymnopathy. Uh -huh. uh -huh. In the box are uh, herbs uh, that you use to, like for your tea if you're gonna uh -huh. going to dream and, and other other uh, uh, dreaming herbs. Uh, essentials. That's a, that's about the the only thing that I've I've sold. I the, the problem is, I don't want to part with something that. I put that much work into for <laughs> for a small amount of money, and the amount of money I want is I don't really have a name, so it's you know. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, short answer is no. You don't really have an Etsy shop, and you're not really kind of making things for that. Um, no, but you know, I use a couple of swag shops. I use Society Six and Red Bubble to uh -huh. to, to to make things that uh, for my my own interest. I can go get something for a second. So um, this is a painting that I made and, and here's a, a hardbound notebook. So I give these away to people. Also, um, here's another painting I made and it's on a, on a pouch. I use a, when, when I go babysit my grandson, I have these pouches full of uh, things to uh, distract his attention. And I found that I can change his mood very, very easily by by opening this and taking out something uh, and, and that's just the one of you just you just had a white pouch and you painted it all right onto it that well you order you, you let's see so you upload your designs and then they got everything from coasters to to oh i see bed duvets uh and know, and, and they just make, you just make you can make just one of them yeah yeah, well, you know, you order. Anyone can order. You can sell them. I mean, I'm not really interested in right, right. selling mine, but I'm interested in, in buying them myself. So you 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 en enable your design on a hundred different kinds of products that. that and what's it called? What's that site called? Uh, okay, so there's two of them that I use for different things. One is called Red Bubble. Red Bubble. And the other one is Society Six, and the six is a numeral, not a word. Society Six and Red Bubble. And you know, you can. I don't. I don't really use them as a consumer, but if you're interested in in looking at designs that are made uh -huh. by artists, uh, you know, most of whom are a lot more professional than than I am, and you, you want it's a good good thing uh, for for presents and stuff. Right, and so they would have. You know your kind of coffee mugs and t-shirts but they also have these other things like this pouch or what, what what are some of the other things that you've used based on a painting i made of the balinese 
uh, Garuda. Wow. It's a, tote bag, a tote bag. Wow. You have your it's own. really useful. So, you know, I've got my juggling balls uh, uh-huh. for distraction or, or in the tote bag, and I, I put the, the blocks in, and then when I go over and I put this down. Can you hold it up again, Howard, so we can I can see that? So that's it's the same thing on both sides. Yeah. So, like, h- how much would something like that roughly cost? Uh, I think it's around twenty bucks. Uh huh. My bucks. And so you just you 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 do a scan of your picture of your art, and then that's uploaded to the site, and then you order. I want a tote bag, two 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 please, and then they they make them for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it, I I love it. Well, that's really great. I know I saw I was in your house and I noticed that you had a chair, an upholstered dining room chair that was covered in a fabric that I think you yeah. something similar to. Yeah. So um, actually, it was I did automatic uh, automatic drawing on an acid trip, and okay. uh, just did that while I was talking. Um, and I like the design. And uh, oh, uh, I I printed out the fabric. Uh, what's what's the name of the? This, oh, this I uh, uh, spoon. No, no. Uh, Spoonflower. Spoonflower. Yeah. So you upload your designs, uh, and then you can do things with the designs. You can tile them in different ways. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you can make everything from. Uh, well, they have wallpaper. Yeah, and you have uh, fabrics and the fabrics you can get fine silk or you can get you know really rough cotton. So you you select the, the uh-huh. design, uh, you lay it out, you select the fabric, and you select the amount that you want. So um, we liked this design that I I, I painted. So uh, we had uh, it printed out and brought it to a, an upholsterer and had them make uh, uh, upholstered chairs uh, for us. That's really cool. That is so cool. So awesome. I just love the way it's sort of like not just art that you hang, it's art that you use in a certain sense. It's really great. Yeah, I love to have my my notebook and my my pouch with, with my designs on them. Yeah. Okay. I well, really make stuff for the whole world. I make it for, for, for me and uh, whoever is in my orbit. Right. What a gift. Thank well, you. I just found. Uh, let's see. I'm trying. To, there's a there's an app that uh, the, the name of it will. Oh, it's called Dreamscope app. And so you can take um, an, an image and make it look in the style of Van Gogh, or or do weird things with it. And so I'm having postcards made of this one, mm-hmm. which. <laughs> <laughs> you, people who know me can tell that it's me. <laughs> you know, who, back back when uh, we were thinking about the future of the internet on the well, who would have thought about all of this stuff? I, I remember how scary it was to order a book from Amazon. Exactly. Yeah. Put my credit card on the internet and somebody's <laughs> going to send me something. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you dabbled with Dolly or Midjourney yet? Uh, I just I just uh, touched on it. I tried to make a psychedelic Howard Rheingold, but apparently they don't recognize Howard Rheingold, so I haven't. Uh... No, I see. You can upload your own image. I would do that. 
Oh, oh, I didn't know start that. With, yeah, start with your own image and then you know, have it in the style of whatever. So, um, yes, there, there are. Miller's ways. doing fantastic stuff as Bruce Sterling. Oh, yeah? On Twitter. Okay. He, like, has things like the human condition. <laughs> well, <laughs> your, your, your postcard reminded me of the kind of stuff that this produces so he's discovered that the that they all make your fingers they all make fingers look long and <laughs> abnormal and so on. so he's kind of discovering the, the, the bugs in the whole idea yeah yeah um well, anyway it was great I, I love your creativity howard thank you for sharing it with us and your generosity uh it's very inspiring um i wish you best and we should get together and do a walk anytime Alrighty. Thank Take you. Care. We're glad that you enjoyed this issue of the Cool Tools Show and Tell. Just want to remind you that we have some other coolish material on our YouTube channel here. Please subscribe, comment, like. In addition, um, this Cool Tools Show and Tell is also available in an Audible podcast form. You can subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to other podcasts if you just wanted to listen. And if you're listening, know that there is a visual version of this on our YouTube channel where we're actually showing the tools and um, there's a little bit more of a visual component there. In addition, the same folks that put us, uh, the Cool Tools website out, we also put out a free newsletter every week. It's very, very short. It's one page or less. We recommend six very brief items um, that are very succinct, easy to read. You can deal with it in a couple minutes. And every week we bring to you the six cool things that we have uncovered and want to share. And it's called Recommendo with one M, recommendo.com. You'll be able to find it there. It's free. Join 50,000 plus other subscribers every Sunday morning. You'll get it in your email box. And it's actually one of the most popular things that we produce. But we do produce other newsletters as well. One of them is called What's in Your Bag. We have one that goes out to um, tools and tips for your workshop. So you can get those at our website, um, and they are also free. And finally, um, I want to mention the fact that um, we do have a Patreon, and um, this uh, podcast and this vidcast are supported by Patreon supporters. The minimum is a dollar a month. And for that, you get um, an email to ask us anything. We'll respond and um, answer your question if we're able to. There are other higher levels. You can all see those at our Patreon page. And all those links are below right here. So thank you again for being a fan. And um, we'll keep producing stuff if you enjoy it. Thanks. Thank you to this week's patrons who include John Omer, Andrew Smith, Tom Hanks, Michael Burson, Steve Golden, Nick Gray, Cindy Sherman, Thomas Off, Rel Deshaw, and Sean Living. Thank you all. <laughs> <laughs>